Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi everybody out there in property sourcing profit land. If you are sourcing deals for profit in property today, this is the podcast to you. And can I say thank you to everyone who's supporting this podcast. My my subscribers are up, my downloads are up. I I have no idea. I have no idea why. So many of you out there want to listen to me dribbling into a microphone talking about deal packaging, right? But I'm going to keep doing it because you appear to like it. And uh, there's more and more of you all the time. So I want to say a huge thank you. Thank you to everyone. I really appreciate your support. So what am I going to deal with today? It's a problem that comes up time and time and time again. I'm going to try and give you the solution. Well, I'm going to give you the solution, but maybe you're going to find it difficult to implement the solution. Here's the problem to start with. The problem is getting the property off the market. You've identified what you think is a deal. It's on the market with an estate agent. This is much easier if you're going direct to vendor, but I'm going to talk about estate agents. Getting properties off the market when it's with an estate agent to give you time to set everything up with your investor so that you can get a deal agreed, get the legal process going, and uh, ultimately you'll get paid. How cool. But here's what I see from new friends in particular when they're just starting out on their deal packaging journey. David, how do I get it off the market? I can't get it off the market. The estate agent won't take it off the market unless I can give proof of funds, evidence that funds are available to make this deal happen. They won't let me take it off the market. Okay, so I've got three. Three different scenarios that you should use in your business to make sure that this hurdle, and it's only a tiny hurdle, really, it is, guys, can be jumped and you can move forward with your property business. So number one, have proof of funds before you go and see the estate agent. This is the classic way. It's the best way. It's the only way. It's the way I go about my business in in my deal packaging business. I still do it today. I've always done it. You've got to do it too. And then we won't have to have this conversation. So It starts when you're initially meeting your investors. Meet your investor first. Don't rush out looking for houses for people you don't even know who they are, where they are, what their financial criteria are yet. That's not going to end well, right? Make sure you find your investor first. Have several meetings with your investors. Drill down. Do your fact find. I've done podcast episodes on this. You can scroll back through the 70-odd episodes that we've done, and you can find out how to do all that stuff from podcasts I've already put in place. So you come out of your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh meeting with your investor, right? Haven't gone to an estate agent yet. Knowing exactly what it is that they want, what their criteria are, and that if you can fulfill their criteria, they will work with you and they will buy your deals, okay? As part of the process... Because we are all compliant deal sources, deal packages, right? We have to go through the basic criteria from our investors to make sure that we stay straight and legal. So you can dress the question up under the guise of being compliant, right? So you can say to your investor, look, great, I know exactly what you want. I'll go out, I'll run around and find it for you. And uh, you know that I do this for a living and you've agreed my fees and you're going to pay me and that's all cool. I need some basic information from you because I'm compliant. I'm regulated. I'm accountable to HMRC money laundering rules. So this is what I need, right? I need proof of your identity, proof of your address, 
I need proof of funds. I need to know that you're in a position to move forward and I need you to give me an idea where these funds have come from. Okay, that's basically it. Um, if you do that, you are pretty much straight and legal and uh, you've got everything in place. But in, within those questions, you are asking the investor to prove that A, either they have got funds available to buy the property for cash or B, that they've got deposit funds available. If they've got deposit funds available, the next question you need to ask them is, are you mortgageable? Let's go. Do you have a mortgage broker? Should we put you in front of a mortgage broker so that I can get a, an agreement in principle from him or her, the mortgage broker, so that when I go into the estate agent looking for what you want, because here's the truth of it, guys. If you go in looking for a specific property with specific numbers for an investor, you will find one. You will, you know, because you're focused and you're driven and you, you're very clear to the estate agent what you're looking for. And if the first agent hasn't got it, then the second one will or the third one will or the fourth one will. So as part of the process of um, securing your investor and making sure you've got their intentions off pat and everything's agreed, you're asking them for proof of funds. Now, friends who are new to this, uh, they think this is a big leap to take. Are people really going to send me proof of funds? Are they going to send me a bank statement, uh, albeit, you know, redacted in here or there, but a bank statement that's got the investor's name, a number big enough at the bottom of the bank statement that shows they have got proof of funds and it's all within the last three months. Those are the three things you've got to worry about. Is an investor really, really going to send me something like that? Yes, they are. They are. If they're serious, they are. It is never an issue in my business to ask that question. And it's never an issue from the investor to send me proof of funds if we have reached the point in the relationship where I am comfortable asking that question. Now, that's quite a big if, guys. So you've got to be comfortable asking the question. Do not go into your very first meeting with an investor and start the conversation with, I've got a deal, I've got a deal. No, you haven't. You've got a house that's for sale, maybe, because you've been to an estate agent before seeing your investor. No, you shouldn't do that, right? Go and see your investor first, find out what they want, and then go shopping for a deal. That is the way to do it. So number one, top of the shop. Getting it off the market is not a problem if you have proof of funds on your phone. If you've got proof of funds from your investor, then when you go into the estate agent and you find it, you can get it off the market by emailing proof of funds to the estate agent while you're still in the office, okay? Of course, you're going to speak to the investor and say, I found it, I found it, but to get it, you know, to get it off the market, I've got to go through this process, and they're going to say, yes, they are. They're going to say, yes, that's what happens. But let's assume you haven't got to that state. Let's assume you're in a situation where you haven't got proof of funds, but you see something that you know in the back of your head is going to work for one of your investors. How do you get the time? How do you buy yourself time so that you can go and talk to the investor and try and get the deal off the market? How can you get it frozen while you've got time to talk to your investor? Well, this is another real-world scenario, guys. This happens all the time because it happens, hasn't happened to you yet, or maybe it has happened to you if you're out there listening to this. But just in case it hasn't happened to you that yet, 
Don't think it's not going to happen to you. Don't think it doesn't happen to other people because it does. Okay. So talk to your estate agent friend, right? And ask them if you've got a really good relationship with the estate agent. So this is not going to happen the first time you go into the office. It's not. And I'm going to come back to how you build that relationship. But if you've got a great relationship with a local estate agent, they may, they may not be able to, but they may give you 72 hours, take the property off the market for 72 hours because they have faith and confidence in you that you can place the deal and they don't have to do any more work. That's the truth of it. Now, you can't tell me it doesn't happen because it doesn't only happen to me. I've got many, many friends I've worked with. I could give them a shout out here, but I'm not going to. I'm going to hold back. Who have gone through this process, right? And the estate agents, because they've built a track record, I'm going to come back to that, because they built a track record of success with the estate agent, the estate agent will say to them, okay, it's Wednesday now, give you to close a business on Friday, you know, go and see what you can do, okay? And that's a really cool thing to do, because actually what that means is they're going to let that go till Monday morning, right? Because the weekend's in the way. So you've probably got five days, maybe six, you could stretch it. So you've got time to go and talk to one or two of your investors about this fantastic deal. Remember, you're only taking the deal from the estate agent if you think in the back of your head you have an investor whose criteria match it, right? So you're not you're not doing this blind. You're still talking to investors. I'm not letting you off the hook. You've got to talk to investors first, okay? But they might give you a little lockout period where you can run with it and talk to the one or two investors you think are interested and get the, all, your, all your bits of paper that you need back to the estate agent so that you can get it off the market that happens it really does it's happened to friends that i know i mean i've had uh very recently new friends new friends and i'm going to give them a shout out working in southeast london really smart people uh monique and adrian right adrian drove across town because he couldn't get anyone in the estate agent's office to answer the phone and he wanted to talk to him about a viewing he drove all the way across london to go into the estate agent's office and he sat down with the estate agent and here's what he did right now they're very new to deal packaging these two but they're very smart okay but this is what he did he sat down with the estate agent he told him exactly what they were doing he told him exactly what sort of properties they were looking for he told them that he's working with investors he told them that he's going to have to produce proof of funds he told them that he's hoping to do one deal a month out of their office right and he told them in such a way that the estate agent believed him so he was confident with it and uh, the conversation flowed so much so that he stayed in the estate agent's office uh, um, for i gather for well over an hour having this conversation at which point the estate agent said to him, remember, this is the first face-to-face -face meeting between the two of them. The estate agent said to him, this is great, Adrian. Uh, I'll tell you what, I had to, I've got a dream. You know, this is my dream. If I get properties come in, I just send them to you and you sell them to your investors and I don't have to do any work and I don't have to bother about it anymore. How cool is that, right? So you can't tell me this stuff doesn't happen. I've got friends down in South Wales making it happen. I've got people in the Northwest making it happen. I've got friends in the Northeast making it happen. Everywhere people are making it happen. But you have to make it happen. And you have to go and tell your story to an estate agent in such a way that you are credible, believable, 
professional and you, you get it across to the estate agent, you can get the job done. So make sure you can get the job done. So getting it off the market, number two, have a great relationship with a local estate agent. And if you've got a great relationship, you only need two. You don't need hundreds of estate agents. If you've got two local estate agents who are committed to you and will work with you, then you've got a business. That's that's how it, how it rolls. You know, I've got friends down on the South Wales coast who have now done some deals. Let's move forward six, nine months. You've done two, three, four deals in one particular estate agency office, right? Now you are their favourite client and they will they will protect your deals for you. They'll see a property and in the back of their head, they will know that you have someone in the back of your head who might buy that property, right? So they are now sourcing properties for you and you're even though you're sourcing for the investor so they're bringing you stuff that they know that you can sell I mean when you get to that situation and I've been in that situation guys you can do this it's a very different relationship and it makes a business so much easier and you might be sitting there thinking some of you not all of you well I'm really new this all sounds great David but how do I do it I can't, I can't get to that state yes you can but you do actually have to go and do it and you've got to play the game. So where are we in getting it off the market? We've got two ways of getting it off the market. Number one, have proof of funds, right? Number two, have a great relationship with two local estate agents. Number three, if you haven't got one or two, you have to hustle. You have to hustle. You have to try and blag it. You do. If you think it's a deal, if you believe that you can sell that deal, then you've got to try whatever you can do to get a free run at that that deal for 48 hours, right? It's it's the only other way you can do it. And it's only a game. Don't take it all... People take deal packaging so seriously. And when you take it very seriously, this is a truth. I find this in life, guys. When it's so important, you know, when it's so serious, when it's your first deal, when you've only got one deal on the table, when you've only got one investor for the one deal, everything takes on a, a degree of importance over and above how important it really is, right? So everything's so difficult and so hard and everything, everything seems so unachievable, right? If you had six investors committed to you, when you get six deals coming in all at the same time, it takes the pressure off you and you can... You can flow, you can move more easily, you're mentally more relaxed. It means your conversation with the estate agent is more relaxed. Your conversation with the investor is more relaxed. Because if you've got six things, six plates spinning, then you've only got to keep six plates spinning. When you've got one plate spinning, you just stand there watching it, and every time it starts to wobble, you, you have to run up and keep it spinning, and that plate mustn't fall off, because um, if that falls off, you haven't got any plate spinning, right? So you keep you overprotect it, overprotect it, and probably it'll fall off because you're over overprotective of it. If you've got six and one falls off, you've still got five up and running. So getting it off the market is a problem that generally only new people to deal packaging get. So that's why a little bit I've been focusing this episode on newcomers to deal packaging. Because once you've been doing it six months, nine months, a year, and you've got four or five or six plates spinning, and you've got deals in the pipeline, and you know you're going to have fees coming out month three, month four, month six, month seven, right? Everything's a lot easier. 
So getting it off the market, this is what I hear. David, I can't get it off the market. How do I get it off the market? It's so difficult. It's my first one. I can't get it off the market. They won't take it off the market, right? You get it off the market, A, by doing the job properly and getting proof of funds from your investors first. That's the number one way to do it. Or number two, building a great relationship with two local estate agents and building on that relationship, okay? And, um, you know, sometimes in that relationship, the ups and downs, the flows, the ins and outs of, of being a deal packager, share it with the estate agent because they've seen it before anyway. They know what you're going through to get these deals done, right? So don't hold back. Live it with them. Take them with you on your journey and they'll enjoy the process, right? Because people don't do it. People conceal when they've got bad news. People not in here, not in this community, not where in my property sourcing profiteers community, right? We tell it how it is and we carry the estate agents with us. Even if things go wrong, they won't think badly of you because you're doing it the right way. Okay, but other people out there, things go wrong. They don't tell estate agents, you know, they just go missing. They don't answer the phone anymore. That is unprofessional. You're never going to build a business like that. Okay, so getting it off the market. You can do it, team. Get proof of funds from your investors. Build a great relationship with one or two estate agents local to you. You'll do it. You'll start making money. You're going to sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.